0: But when we went to get either beer or spiked seltzer, we were deciding, but what, what do we want? Because we were really feeling those spiked seltzers. There was a stack of um, see where this is going. There, there was a stack, <laughs> right. guess what happens to the stack. <laughs> Lifetime has passed since our last episode. It really does. Feel when was the way? last time we recorded an episode?
1: I don't know, but I did, uh, I do remember that I didn't feel great about it. I remember that. And I, yeah, I, I, it wasn't that bad an episode. I thought it was not. I felt like we had been on a heater, and, and that one kind of took I, the notch down. A the
0: episodes bit. have gotten better of late, and you're right. You were you did ruin that last episode. <laughs> yes, I remember I, am I now, came away not feeling you were uh, very bad. Not that, feeling so like I contributed very much. But seriously, I, I can't. Well, I'll tell you this. Maybe this doesn't uh, bode very well for it. I don't remember a thing of that. The <laughs> only thing I remember is when we were done, you were like, mm, "Not our best," and I was like, "Oh, I didn't think it was particularly bad," but I don't remember a single. What did we talk
1: about? uh guy god i don't even know the bruins yeah the bruins were we in talked the stanley a little bit cup, about the, the bruins in the stanley cup but we were both saying level. we didn't
0: care to talk about it <laughs>
1: yeah uh what what else uh did we uh, watch it, anything the name of the episode i don't even recall also like legitimately when did we record it it couldn't have been last week it was last week i mean it, it it was uh it was Wednesday, because the Bruins played no, Wednesday No, Wednesday was the Game 7. There's no way we did it Wednesday. It wasn't Thursday the Game 7? No, Wednesday. Maybe then we recorded Tuesday, because we recorded the day before Game 7.
0: Okay. What could we have t- been talking about? Were uh, we still on the... the, the, <laughs> the I don't know, thing? but the
1: only way to follow up a, a, a maybe bad episode is to then spend the next episode just talking about the bad episode. Oh, no, that's true. See, now <laughs> you're in your head. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just making a joke. Okay. Uh, uh, it, it was called Too Many Johns. Someone has tried Spike
0: Seltzer. I remember... Okay. Too many. I remember Too Many Johns was like the only time that either of us laughed. Okay. <laughs> I do remember... So I think I edited that episode, and I think I, I said Too Many Johns, and like you had a little chuckle, and I was like, all right, well, there's the big
1: laugh for that episode. <laughs> uh, and the, if we're looking for what was in that episode additionally... The it was after Pride. The, yeah, right. Now, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, based off the description is not much help because it just says, DJ and Pete go to the grocery store. <laughs> oh, right. We didn't talk enough about the grocery store, by the way. Well, that's because we, I don't remember the grocery store.
0: So when we went to the grocery store and now listeners, at first, it's like, if you missed last episode, hey, cool, you got away with one. You didn't, yeah. you didn't have to hear a bad episode. Now it's becoming required listening for this part. When we went to the grocery store... We walked in, we were both uh, beyond buzzed, <laughs> and we went straight for the cafe section of Wegmans, got us some iced
1: coffees. Oh man, it was f- a Wegmans that we went to? Yes. Damn. You don't even remember which grocery store we went to? <laughs> oh, that is awesome.
0: Pete had a blackout <laughs> grocery store experience. That was my
1: first Wegmans trip, too.
0: Well, do you, so you don't remember anything about this grocery not, store? Not really. Because there was a huge thing that happened, and it wasn't you. Really? Okay, so we got. Hell iced. yeah. We got, how does it take? How did this take two weeks? <laughs> I know. And, as, and now, in hindsight, we were really stretching for good content last week. <laughs> right. and we left out the good story. <laughs> we had nothing to talk about last week. Okay, so, and this week we're we're pretty loaded, so it, it only does make sense. <laughs> right. To dip back into it to like two weeks ago, uh, we went in there and I was, I, I probably said something cocky like, all right, Chigo, this pro move, went over, got us a couple of iced coffees, even though I'd never done that before. Uh, got us some some cold brews, as you call them. Yes, that's probably one of my favorite things you've uh, you, you've in, invented. Is right because even though it's it, they're called cold brews, you're the first person I ever heard switch the emphasis to make them <laughs> cold brews. <laughs> we went, we got ourselves a couple of cold brews, and uh, just walked around the grocery store getting everything we wanted. Uh, there, there was a stack of styrofoam coolers, which. If Both you're gonna knock something, shouldn't. if you're gonna
1: knock something over, it might as well be styrofoam coolers. Very
0: light, very clean. Yes. Yeah. Unless, what if you put a cold brew on top <laughs> oh, of? Oh no! So, want to get something from the fridge? Put the the cold brew on top of the stack of styrofoam uh, coolers, and of course, like even beyond buzz, we should have known you can't put a a quarter on top right. of that without it falling over. So. Put it on it, it immediately fell over, <laughs> spilled, real mess, and uh, that was... Did we attract any attention? We didn't, and I was kind of annoyed, because I, I felt bad I wanted us to get to the bottom of it. Uh, I used to work at a grocery store. Same. I've, I've, cleaned, I've, I've been the, the clean-up-on-isle-Dave guy before, and uh, there was nobody around, and I felt bad that somebody was going to happen upon it.
1: Oh, did we just book it out of there? I like we walked
0: around, or I, I did. I, I don't. You may have not have even seen it. From, right. Well, from what I'm hearing,
1: I, now. I, uh, I vaguely remember an iced coffee being spilled. Now that you mention it, yeah, but I don't remember like the circumstances of it.
0: You still crushed your cold brew and then came back, and we had dogs and burgers and listened to music and stuff. So you have. I remember the, the porch
1: chilling. That yeah. I just don't remember like the hour or so before that.
0: That's a big. It may, I don't know if I said this last week. Uh, if so, we're bringing all the good stuff from last <laughs> week onto this one. But that's a big uh, wedding move. I do that at the end of a wedding reception. I make sure that I get some coffee, okay, because my my body just doesn't have it to to last and like party uh, past like more than two hours of drinking i just I'm, uh, everything in me just wants to go to bed so uh i actually did that when i was in charleston we did like a, a big nice dinner and at the end of the dinner i got coffee at like ten thirty. and my friends thought that was weird but it I, doesn't keep you up no it's it, it just barely uh holds my body back from okay. falling asleep all right just i i, I drink a lot of coffee
1: yeah, I mean same and, and it doesn't necessarily like affect me like it affects other people in terms of, of drinking it late. Like I know there are people that are like, I can't have coffee after six o'clock right. or I'm not gonna sleep tonight and I, I can do coffee after dinner. I love coffee after dinner. Oh, yeah. Um but I don't know if I could do it at like ten thirty if I was going to bed anywhere before like three o'clock. I was
0: going to say uh it was it's a funny observation that you ended up needing coffee to just make it to, like, a little uh, cookout situation. <laughs> yeah. But in hindsight... Did I need it? Abs- Am I the one who said that well, I needed it? No, I, well, I'm saying, like, you went right back after and died. Yes. Uh, I, I, but it's it's not weird, because that's just your classic day drink.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I, I would have made it no matter what, like... And I'll say, made it in per, in quotation marks. Well,
0: yeah, like the, the 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 possibility of food is like the little carrot yes, that, that yeah. still kind of keeps you going. Yeah,
1: I mean, I would have made it. No, I, I think I just I. No matter how much I'm drinking, I will keep continue going uh, until like I literally like cannot anymore. Coffee is not going to save me either way. See, that's where introducing coffee can be a little dicey because then you're playing with the okay, your
0: body is still up and P-E-D. functioning beyond. When your body is like my body is so drunk that I'm supposed to I'm right. not supposed to be awake anymore, <laughs>
1: right? All
2: right.
0: So well, so I'm it, glad you
1: saved that story.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it it took two weeks for us to make last week's episode a good one, but I feel that we finally did it. Right. But yeah, it it has been forever. The Bruins have since uh, lost the Stanley Cup final. Uh, I don't know if we care to talk about that. I'm very annoyed with people who are like. Stop saying that it was like an, an upset. The blues the blues won, so therefore they're the better team and blah, blah blah. Like I hate when people act like the better team can never lose.
1: Right. I mean well it's it's like the Patriots be- were undefeated in two thousand
0: seven, right. went into the Super Bowl with a shitty game plan and lost. You wanna tell me that the friggin' Giants whose defense came alive in the playoffs was the best team that year? Get out of my face.
1: Right. I mean well, I mean sports is stupid if if the better team always wins. Because then there's no surprise. There's we, no right. upsets, right? So
0: you want to tell me Columbus was better than Tampa, <laughs> right?
1: No, I, yeah, I, I mean, I also saw that people were criticizing you for saying that it was a choke. It was this like the series was a choke. I, I don't,
0: yeah, like Game Seven went well, once game once the second goal in Game Seven happened,
1: it should not have been expected for the Bruins to win. I would say I, I feel like choke takes away too much from the blues choke is disrespectful and yeah that, that, it that's is
0: the only thing it, it's it's totally uh, for lack of a better term thing
1: i would say the bruins blew it rather than the bruins choked right so then but then you're it's like, pretty much the same they're thing cousins yeah right it, i mean it just i feel like one gives a little bit more respect to st louis
0: yeah i'll give uh, hey like the st louis ended up doing What the Bruins were supposed to do, which is like make the best of an awesome opportunity. And the opportunity that ended up being presented to the Blues was by the time they reached the Stanley Cup final, the best remaining team
1: kind of laid down. So Right. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, I I, I'm not I don't want to talk about it too much. It's still the wound is still fresh. Um, But congratulations to are we giving Gloria back to St. Louis officially?
0: Uh, Officially we aren't Okay (laughs) Uh, We're uh, We're gonna sit on it A little longer This summer uh, You can still say We learned Over the weekend You can still celebrate Even if you lose The Stanley Cup So
1: uh, Bruins fans I got some criticism For that Saying, you, what was your take? My, my take was that I'm fine with them partying. I'm fine with the the Bruins players partying. It, whatever. They, they deserve to blow off some steam. But hey, maybe leave the, uh, the skiing goggles and shirtless dancing on top of the bar at home. We have very similar takes.
0: My biggest issue was with the grand or whichever graphics person was working that night that it said congratulations bruins yeah but that's not that it looked like fault. they were cel- right it's it's not but it, it it gave off the appearance more of celebrating and i don't know that they would tell you that they were necessarily well it certainly looked like
1: celebrating when brad marshand is on a dude's shoulders with ski goggles on like dancing here's shirtless. my defense of
0: him though uh, what if he began the night drinking it off and then next thing you know you're a drunk person And as long as you're not breaking the law, you can kind of pass stuff off on, hey... That, that, that wasn't me.
1: Sure, so, but at some point, I think you have to realize that you're... The in- night got away
0: from me, he can say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure it did, but at some point, you have to have, like, the wherewithal to realize that you're in Boston, a few days removed from losing Game 7 of the Stanley Cup final, and that maybe you shouldn't be in ski goggles without a shirt, like, tearing it up at the grand.
0: Uh, what kind of thing go somewhere else. you're not supposed to celebrate, would you like to go what? out and celebrate? What kind of thing that you normally are not supposed to celebrate, would you like to go out and celebrate? Uh, a death that's a that's a big one well that's a that that's big in uh europe yes right i don't know they well yeah they have the uh what are they called irish Irish funerals irish Irish wakes yeah Yeah. and they do that in uh in the wire as well (laughs) yeah
1: yeah i was gonna say that too uh i don't think that's europe though what's that i don't think that's europe no it's uh but there is hamster i don't think
0: anyone knows where uh the wire takes place (laughs) yeah right it's that's one of those shows where like they never show it's license non, it's plates. It's a nondescript, uh, right? Place. It's like The Simpsons. Yes. It's the the city actually is. they have, They never say a city in no. the wires, right? No, yeah. In the wires, it's,
1: uh, I don't even know if it's the United States. I mean, they're speaking English, but you never know.
0: The uh, the main actor and uh, what's like the the, the, the uh, politician's name? Carcetti.
1: Yes. Uh, he's in Sing Street. He's also in Game of Thrones. He is? Yeah, we've had this. Oh, discussion. I, th- <laughs> yeah, I
0: thought they yeah. were two different people. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I like made up a uh, talk show host you guy. Think you think
1: like that? <laughs> <laughs> Every time this guy ab- appears in a different show, you just think it's like a different version of the same guy. Yeah, I don't understand the confusion. You don't understand the, uh, the, uh, the profession of acting. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> it. Wait, so this like, guy, not only is he an actor, he's also a politician. <laughs> And it's a Game of Thrones, so he's, he's a, and he's a dragon. <laughs> wow. This guy, hey, this, this guy, guy wears looks a ex- lot of hats. This
1: guy looks exactly like the uh, mayor from The Wire, except he plays a music agent. Or yes. He's He is a music agent, uh, so good for him. Speaking of, when's he a music agent? Uh, or a manager in, uh, in Rocketman.
0: Oh right, he's what's his face? Uh, or not Rocket Man?
1: Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Right, but he's also in uh, right. Oh no, no, no! Somebody else plays him. Yes, I've I also from Game of name. Thrones,
1: Richard Madden. Really? Yeah, also from Game of Thrones. So if they make what's oh, the guy? I, I name? know who
0: Richard Madden is. Really? Yeah, he okay. was in Rocket
1: Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if they what's that guy's name? The, the manager.
0: I, I'm drawing a blank, but he uh, he worked with Queen and he worked right. with. Uh,
1: I mean, if he, if he manages a, a different... John Reed, John Reed. John Reed. If John Reed manages uh, other famous actors who are getting biopics, congratulations to the cast of Game of Thrones, because they're staying in business.
0: Uh, on the subject of Sing Street and people we love who have been in musical movies, so you're thinking, oh, what's he going to say about Lucy Boynton? Wrong. Talking about Lily James, everybody. Mm-hmm. Talking about her in Baby Driver. Talking about her in a little film called Mamma Mia 2 mamma mia here we go again you might know it as that by the way haven't watched that in forever and i know that like i'm kind of overdue so by the time i watch it it is really really gonna pop (laughs) love that movie uh yesterday comes out a week from now and i've realized i'm kind of that movie has gone from oh i'm really excited to see it uh i hope it's good to like this better rule why? What, what, uh, what put it over the edge? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just like very, very excited for it. And if it's bad, I'm going to end up being more disappointed. Like, I don't care that uh, Across the Universe is a stupid, horrible movie. I hope that triggers a lot of people, because maybe you're realizing as I say it, oh, wait, that is a stupid, horrible movie. Across the
1: Universe sucks. If I don't this think ends
0: th- up being Across the Universe, I'll be very disappointed.
1: I don't think that that's like a controversial take. I think a lot of people A lot of people are making fun of it right now. Yeah. A lot
0: of people are mocking it.
1: Shouts out, Kellen. He's big time. Monster. Really? Yeah. Okay. I know uh, Jeff Lowe does not like Across the Universe either. Good. It's about time he had a uh, correct music <laughs> movie take. I'm excited for yesterday. Uh, I think it's a cool premise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like there's a-, a, chan- a-, a pretty significant chance that it falls flat. Well, I think that morally it's like a weird premise. Like At any point, does this guy feel
0: bad? yeah i'm I'm sure that something that i don't know technically doesn't
1: exist i'm sure that that's going to be addressed in the movie and if it doesn't address that then they're they're missing a huge fucking plot point
0: uh if there's this has happened by the way in movies of course if you've seen hot tub time machine uh rob cordry's character goes back in time right and uh he founds he he creates apple and he also writes uh, "Home Sweet Home" by Motley Crue, really? <laughs> which is like a hilarious like, combination. I'm going to pick this. Like I'm going to make all this money this one way, and also, what a song "Home Sweet Home" is. I'm going to pretend I wrote that. If you could, uh, if you could have nothing exist and you can totally take credit for it and invent it, what would it be?
1: Oh man, it's a good question.
0: Like part of it is like, oh man. I wish I could be Obama instead of Obama. <laughs> like just like this this I would great not be man a pol- politician. Right, but then you're like I wouldn't want to be a politician. Right.
1: I think I would I would pick like a really easy invention that was like, "Oh man, like so I wish I thing. thought of that first. This
0: has to be something that you're going to remember how to do and how to make. Cuz if you go back in time before cars existed, if you're like, "Hey, let's make cars." They're like, "What's that?"
1: "Oh, no, it's a room you
0: sit in that moves <laughs> around." <You're> like <laughs> Yeah, but, cool, man. Good right,
1: luck like, making that. You could never have found Apple because you'd be like, ooh, you know it would be great? And it's a computer, but it's the it's a good kind of computer. Yeah, and and like, they're like, also, well, computers don't exist yet, right, so and, good luck. And Take the computer and put it in a, a phone. And they're like, what the fuck is a computer? And also, what the fuck is a phone? Yeah. So, I, like, I would make, like... Like, like the sham wow or something yeah <laughs> yeah it. something where you can kind of like, like pick the your snuggie. spots i'd make the fucking snuggy, man You'd Make T C tuggers, rich as shit yeah yeah i don't know what i would uh
0: i don't know what i would want to make like there's there's always things that you see that you're like oh man i wish i thought of that and i wish i did that but
1: i don't mine could potentially be just like steal all the beetle shit that'd be <laughs> rad I mean you have the musical acumen to like actually like if somebody had So here's the thing put the blueprint in front of you you could be like ooh this is great If the Beatles went away
0: right now and this is an issue I have with the movie and I've got I gotten some arguments last night this kid also has to have perfect pitch perfect pitch is where you can hear any sound and know what note it is where you can hum any note off the top of your head and an annoying thing about people who do music especially if you've ever been in chorus or anything like that every kid in the world decides they have perfect pitch and they fucking don't and it's really annoying it's uh i can't think of an uh, of an equivalent it would be like an average person walking around saying they have photographic memory when they don't um but there's like some other like things that people can have with pitch like i can i i know like what uh what like the starting notes of like songs are if I've heard them before and I can just like hum them off the top of my head. But I think a lot of people can can do that just from memory. But this kid has to have some semblance of perfect pitch to not only remember how every Beatles song goes, but which key they're in, because when they're playing them in the commercials and everything, he's singing them in their original key. So that's in addition to the fact that suddenly the Beatles would just be wiped off the earth is an unrealistic thing. And I don't know. I, I just hope that it's explained.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I, I, there are, there are also, ways that this movie can like, can really fall flat. Right. But I was going to say also the other surprising
0: thing, and this goes against my anybody can be with anybody thing. Uh, it seems that, uh, that this guy gets like too cool for Lily James. Absolutely. Not. Get out of here. Buddy. You're right. I don't know. Like, you could literally become Paul McCartney, and uh, this guy's okay looking, but he's not, like, a cutie pie like Paul no. was when he was a and kid. And also, after You co- are... No no one can do better than Lily James.
1: And also, after the crash that wipes out the Beatles, mm-hmm. uh, he loses w- at least one tooth, and it's a front tooth. It's a prominent tooth. <laughs> Ooh. As soon as that, that guy can loses... one of two ways, though. W- what? Yeah, like... Like it's a battle scar type. He's not player, a hockey player. Right. He doesn't have he just toughness. Sucks at He's riding playing his the bike. fucking Beatles <laughs> right. with one tooth. Uh, so as soon as as soon as that guy loses a tooth, Lily James has gotta be out of there. Hmm. I'm excited for it. I really, really hope it's good. And I, I don't think
0: that it can be as bad as Across the Universe. Across the Universe sucks. Although I like that guy, uh, the, Jim Sturgis, whatever
1: he's been doing lately. The one thing from the trailer that makes me really nervous for this movie Ed Sheeran? Yes. The Ed, Ed Sheeran, Sheeran my, hey dude. The joke. hey
0: dude part? Oh, my Terrible. God. Terrible. I'm going to be sitting in the theater, and old women are going to laugh at that, and I am going to
1: be, my tongue is going to be bleeding from how much i'm biting it uh yes and i had that experience this week watching a movie i watched uh, i watched dumbo finally this week and ah the arcade fire one yes how was it it was uh not very good it was okay um but there was a point in the movie where they bring out either bruce buffer or michael buffer you know the uh let's get ready to rumble guy yes yeah no the uh the ufc let's get ready to rumble is that what that guy's name is yeah, it's one of them. It's the, yeah, so he he comes out for the Rene circus, Rancourt, whatever. He comes out for the circus part of uh of Dumbo, and he says, "Let's get ready for Dumbo." And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Ugh. <laughs> yeah. At that point, I was like
0: really lost. Oh man. Well, that's not the worst movie we're going to talk about today because I finally watched uh, <clears throat> Downsizing at your request. And, uh, that movie is a real, F-.
1: a real piece of shit. You know, it's not though. Uh, hello fresh. I know. Yes. I, we never had the discussion that it might be. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's a meal kit delivery service that don't, shops plan. Don't make it look like I thought that hello fresh wasn't was good. Okay. Uh, a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so that you can cook, eat, and enjoy. They have simple meals uh, that make conquering the kitchen a reality with simple recipes. They do all the meal planning, shopping, and prepping for you so you can just focus on a healthier you and a happier family. Their cooking is also enjoyable and easy uh, because they give you the fresh pre-measured ingredients and they have six-step Easy to follow recipe cards that are delivered right to your door along with the meals. Don't you look, you look confused? This
0: looks like, This look like a confused face.
1: Yeah. No, I it was like staring daggers at angry you. Angry or yeah. confused. It was staring daggers. Uh, well, if you would like to spend less time meal planning, keep my name shopping. out your mouth when you're talking about <laughs> uh, HelloFresh. All the meals come together in 30 minutes max. Call for less than two pots and pans, and they require minimal cleanup. Uh, And they're delicious, obviously. There are three plants to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, with the option to switch between them when your tastes change. Their their fun, enjoyable menu features uh, include dinner to lunch, 20-minute meals, gourmet, and one-pot wonders. So get the most out of those recipes and start cooking now. We can personally... Or I can personally endorse HelloFresh because yeah. they continue to send me things Bogart, <laughs> without sending you things. Uh, I did get a complaint this week. It's going
0: t- around with some <laughs> of our sponsors. <laughs> I know. Can't it's wait real to, to plug away in a little bit.
1: At first I felt bad because I was like sort of hogging them. Now I'm trying to spread the wealth and they just don't want any part of you. Yeah. So they're just sending me stuff. I, I also found out this week that they're not sending people <laughs> aprons. Apparently, uh, some listeners had uh, had subscribed to HelloFresh after we gave them the nice endorsement, and I said, "Hey, they send you a nice little apron every time," and they're not getting <laughs> aprons. Really? Yeah. I meanwhile I'm fucking stockpiling aprons over here, and yeah. uh, said, so, "Let's uh, let's autograph aprons
0: and send them to the people ooh, who didn't get them that's a good for idea. a nominal fee."
1: Patreon. Owner. Yes.
0: Uh, So
1: if you want $80 (laughs) off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash Brunch80 and enter promo code Brunch80. That's HelloFresh.com slash Brunch80, promo code Brunch80 for $80 off your first month. Boom. Uh, Does
0: Taylor Swift stink now? Too soon to tell. Too soon to tell. We know the the trademarked uh, rule and... That's, become, that's
1: becoming like a uh, a well known phenomenon. I hate that everyone I, it, it, it that, that that, that kind of rattles me. It does uh, because we didn't get enough credit. It should, for It It should be called we, we. the brunch theory. We 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 whatever. <laughs> All right, it's your idea, but you put it on brunch, so it now belongs to me.
0: Okay, uh, it should yeah the the, the Pete theory. Um, yeah, but but everyone's acting like they they've just come up with it.
1: Right. There there are think pieces now about Oh, uh, are they, really yeah, I've seen uh I've seen some lengthy pieces about Taylor Swift's uh, uh Taylor Swift's rollout strategy. Hmm. Man. So the 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 newest song that came out last week or this week, Adam, I'm not sure, uh is You Need to Calm Down. Yeah, it sucks.
0: Uh as it's does better than me. Right, but it's I'm losing it'll come back, but I'm just like losing interest in Taylor Swift. Um Yes Like I'm i su- I'm so- suddenly starting to think like there's I'll when Taylor s- Swift comes out with a new song, I don't need to hear it right away. And that's like an indifference that I I've do not need felt to hear it right away. Taylor Swift.
1: I do need to hear it right away, but I will say, um Taylor Swift has doesn't have a lot of room to slip because there's a lot of good uh, a lot of good pop stars out there now that are worth my time, uh, namely Carly Rae Jepsen.
0: Yeah, there are always will be. I hate that. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, I got to shut out Ellen. She raised the question: Is Carly Rae Jepsen? You want to know why than- she raised the question? Because
1: why? I said it. Oh, so well, she jacked it from me, and now I am jacking it from her. Okay, uh,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't think that that's a good uh, take. I think that you can do that as long as you are willing to compare apples and oranges in other ways, like they Carly Rae Jepsen plays to a very different audience than For sure. Taylor Swift they make different kinds of music but because they both fall under the white girls who do pop umbrella they'll get compared to each other same reason I don't like when people say uh what's the big deal with Beyonce Rihanna's better than her I'm like why can't they're they're very different why can't yeah. you enjoy both just because they're they're both like non-white women who chart that doesn't mean that they're
1: but the same. But but the like the context of of me comparing them was like I get more excited about the possibility of of new Carly Rae Jepsen music more than Taylor Swift at this point. I think.
0: That also shows a little um, that shows a little uh, sophistication on your part that because uh, everything that Carly Rae Jepsen does isn't going to be like a top forty automatic hit. She's gonna do more stuff that. She knows she has her fan base, she knows that they're gonna like it, so she can do something that's not necessarily going to be a smash hit and I think that that's uh yeah that just shows that that you're you you don't necessarily want the easy thing you want the thing that you like
1: yeah and and going back to the the comparison between the two like they are very different, especially in like the the way i would maybe like the way that they approach the music like Taylor Swift doesn't have the sort of self-awareness I think that that Carly Rae Jepsen does or like she's yeah. a, more she's more willing to go outside of the box or be more adventurous and it doesn't always end with it doesn't always end well oh. uh, and I think that like you can give her credit for being like not being in that box or like being quote unquote brave yeah. or, or courageous to to explore like different types of genres but I do appreciate the like the self-awareness that Carly Rae Jepsen has that she like she knows what she's good at, and she like tries to like just perfect that and really dig in on what she's done well.
0: I would say that uh, the biggest piece of the pie in Taylor Swift's demographic is teenage girls, and I would say the biggest piece of the pie in Carly Rae Jepsen's demographic is men in their twenties. I uh, think that's like, the biggest
1: piece of the pie for that for her
0: for Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Oh yeah! Really. I, I would, mean, I know that she's I know, very, I know, very I mean, popular. Of, of course, like, girls love her and everything. But I would say that, uh, like, most of the big Carly Rae Jepsen fans I know are men. And, like, a lot of gay men, obviously. Right. She's, like, a gay icon. She,
1: right. She's, she's kind. Carly Rae Jepsen is, like, today's share. Wait, I mean, we had this, this discussion. No, no, we, had, uh, we had it at Pride with regards to, uh, was it Cher? Yeah. It was Cher because we were talking about Mamma Mia. Ah, it sounds right. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. The, the new song I don't think is awful. It's, I will say, I was expecting better for a second single. Because she usually has, like, not, not necessarily like a heater, but like a real promising second single.
0: Yeah. She's getting, uh, yeah, no, not necessarily. I mean, she went ready for it with her second uh, single last time. That's true, but it yeah that that's true but, but you but, i I do agree you want to step in the right direction, and you could say i mean you could say that you like this better than uh me, I don't like either of them, and I think that maybe it's just that this has happened so many times that I'm getting sick of it, but I could use a uh I could use a, a we are never getting back together right now
1: if if this second single, if um you need to calm down, is more indicative of what the album is going to bring, and I do think it is uh, i there is promise there because i like the style that she went with of this song
0: um she's getting some shit for suddenly being very pro-gay um i guess i kind of under i i, I understand that you could say like hey this is uh w- what took you so long but also i think that when, when someone that important and with that big of a voice right uh
1: it's finally does it even if it took longer than you thought i think that that's that's huge it's big yeah and i mean she would get criticized for not not saying something or not supporting it if she stayed quiet so i i, I did see that she was getting criticism for like inserting herself in like the uh like the lgbtq yeah. uh like discussion and then trying to like i don't know if they if she's been called like trying to make herself a poster girl for it but like I just think that that's sort of like a reach. You're criticizing somebody for supporting. I would just like, say, like, if she's thing. doing
0: that, then, like, use the hell out of her. <laughs> like,
1: Right. Yeah. It. I mean, yeah. I, it smells like cigarettes. I'm getting like a wafting of cigarettes Not here. <laughs> you are a big cigarettes guy. Uh, no, but yeah, I just like that's everybody wants to criticize her for everything at this point in time. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I get it. But also, come on.
0: Yeah, I was annoyed with the, remember like the, the I wrote about how Taylor Swift hasn't renounced or denounced Trump, right? which like, she's got nothing to do with him. Right. And yes, I'd love her to, but I don't, she but if you, if you need Taylor Swift to tell you that Trump's a dick for you to
1: think, huh, maybe Trump's a dick, then you're an idiot. Right. Also, uh, I, when I was listening to the song, I was like, is this song about Trump? Because it easily could be about Trump. Uh, I haven't listened to it enough. I the, the
0: second time I heard, but I mean, you just need to take several seats. My head exploded from douche chills, and then I turned <laughs> off the song. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, just like look at the lyrics. They uh, a lot of it. Uh, she talks about like going after people you don't like in tweets, um, things like that. Uh, so Unfortunately, I, she could be talking about literally anybody. Anybody. Um, but what did you think about the video?
0: Uh it was good and cool and colorful, and I liked that all the people that. Uh, that that were involved so that's a like that's where i would say uh that's where i would say it uh like like you should feel positive about taylor swift and how she's getting involved in areas where maybe she's overdue to get involved but also you could say i i could i can see the cynic in me says like you know you see uh, how um how Casey Musgraves had such a big year and it was really a continuation of her like always being all in on like the gay community and um like and uh and trans people and just just everybody being super super inclusive that's kind of always been Casey Musgraves thing and as she blew up this year uh her voice there kind of blew up along with it I can get the sense, like when I see that video, that I'm like ah Taylor Swift saw, like oh, this is working for Casey Musgraves. Maybe I should do it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's also I think but again, like, like it's as long cool as she is doing it, just fuck, just use her. Right. There is like a there is like a this is cool. It's, it's cool to be like woke. Right, like, so, I want to play now. Yeah. Right. So I understand that part of it, um, but to st- it's not necessarily a bad thing. No. No. Right. Like, so it's, I mean, the criticism may be well founded, but it's not necessarily needed. Yeah, my biggest
0: criticism of Taylor Swift right now is that her songs stink and that she right. needs to start making uh, better ones. We uh, have, there's there, there just a ton of Father John Misty developments over the last week. He began his tour with Jason Isbell. I will, uh, Stephen A. Smith voice, I will be in the building. Uh, on saturday for their show in philadelphia i'm very excited he uh as his encore the other night hey well f- f- first thing before he played his new song time makes fools of us all which i don't know if you've heard it this might be like your favorite father john misty song because it's very synthy oh um, hell yeah but he introduced it he said uh this is a new song and i'd like to dedicate it to kevin durant get well soon buddy and started playing it Uh, The least surprising thing, or like the least surprising celebrity friendship in the world might be Josh Tillman and Kevin Durant. Why do you say that? Because everyone's just complaining about both of them, whether whether or not they have reason to. Or just like when when you bring up Kevin Durant, it's like when you bring up Father John Misty.
1: Like that like, guy's an asshole. Oh, this guy again. What's, you know what? What's his problem? <laughs> what, what,
0: can, we, can we just get to the bottom? of there What's is, that guy's problem? There, there
1: is definitely like a what's that guy's problem stench on both of those guys. I could so see those guys just sitting there having
0: coffee, not saying a word, and then it wrapping up and then being like, that was good hangs. All right. <laughs> see you later and people walking by them being like "Ugh, the two
1: worst people in the world i did see that uh that he had a star is born rejected song that he played on stage yeah
0: he mentioned during the show that it was like the only tour of because one of their their i think their first show streamed and he said that it was uh like the first tour of people who wrote songs for a star is born and uh like there was kind of some confusion in the audience and he was like oh no like, I, did, I did submit a, a song for A Star Is Born and it was rejected uh, he said it was he said there would be like no place in the movie for the song and it would just be horrible for the movie and then he came out for his encore and started playing it and then got his band to play along even though they had clearly never heard the song before it's fucking it hilarious is.
2: as long as you got your Maybe I can go and get mine I'll parade my... I'm trying to remember my Star is Born song I'll parade my fishing barrel Right beneath your loaded eyes Though I know it may sound crazy Inconvenient for you and ugly But I'm too handsome to sit and hide So you tell me what's a man to do Get ready for it When a man done lost all his pride yeah. oh! As long as, come on guys, with him Believe me, I can get with anyone You'll find me laughing in the wind Flanked by Persians and blonde And I know neither of us wants To spend our time in the spotlight As glamour withers on the vine Tell me what's a man to do My Brandon lost all his pride Yeah I'm a time traveling Bradley Cooper. It works, right? Yeah! Alright, let's bring it home, guys. Let's show Jason Isbell how it's done. I love you, Jason. One more time. (laughs) Ah, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that that would have sucked. There is no, I've seen that movie. There's, there's no, there's really no place in that movie for that scene. Unless he, unless they, unless he was like bombing at Coachella or something. The sequel. Now we're talking. All right. That was fun. I think we're going to add that to
0: So you can hear like he so he wrote that he wrote this song, that song um when he was writing songs for I Love You Honey bear and that was between his first and second album and it was when he met his wife and he'd said in an earlier interview that uh he wrote so many songs for that second album, and then when he met his wife, he realized like how horrible and fake a lot of the songs were, and he said only like two or three so- two or three of those songs made it onto the album, and the rest ended up being more kind of self-aware songs and songs about like his idea of love and how it had changed. Uh, but he mentioned in that interview he was like, like there's this one song that was called, "As long as you get yours, baby, I can get mine." And he was, like, he was, like, and it was just, like, he was, like, once I realized the song was bad, it was, like, everything I realized about, like, what I was trying to do and how I was trying to look. And he was saying that uh, it uh the song just reeked of this, like, fake cowboy who, like, just wants to be this, like, mysterious, like, dark cowboy guy, which I kind of think is still what Father That's what Misty he is. is. Yeah. So, like, the idea that, like... Seven years ago, he realized, like, oh, this isn't what I'm supposed to be. I'll stop doing this. And then has since continued to do it is hilarious. But uh, so seemingly, he ended up finishing that song and submitting it for A Star is Born. And just uh, when he plays it, it sounds like he was mocking the movie despite having never seen it. Like, like uh, imagining
1: Jackson Maine singing that... Is just, it, it would sound like Jackson Maine making fun of himself. Right. And, uh, I, I mean, the best part to me was the video of of the band trying to play because, like, they're not smiling or anything. Right. They're just completely serious, trying to follow along with this song. And just, it's just an absolute disaster. Oh, yeah. After the
0: first verse, he does, like, the come on, come on, yeah. <laughs> come on, everybody. And they're just like, oh. uh, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know if he's going to keep playing it. I hope so. <laughs> and I
1: hope that it doesn't get any more polished. He did say after. "What is he? He's like, cool. <laughs> he very like, cool. <laughs> yes, he, I think he literally says, like, uh, this one might stick in the set list.
0: I hope so. I don't know what's. Uh, I'm very excited to see him. Uh,
1: you also made a great uh, Father John Misty joke on what's Twitter. That? What? What's that? A Father John Misty joke?
0: Yeah, no, what joke did I make?
1: With the fan. All missed. Oh, o- on the bachelor party. That was
0: awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was at a uh, I was at a bar in Charleston and uh there was there's a fan, there were fans everywhere that just said uh all missed. So the joke I made was um the media. Uh what's what's his secret to uh, a great playlist? Me all missed. And, and then I, good. I laughed I tr- at. It. I tried to insert a song onto it because you can do that on Instagram. When you do that, uh, it, only, I, it only did like one second. I don't know how to do that. It turns out.
1: Oh, that sounds about right.
0: Do you know how to do that? Yes, I feel like I've done it before. I've done whenever I've seen anything that said Waterloo, I've put Waterloo <laughs> on top of it. But for some reason, that. Uh, That didn't work. What was the other uh, Misty development? Oh, he was an answer on Jeopardy. Yes. I think it was Kids Jeopardy or Teen Jeopardy. Was it really?
1: Yeah. Interesting. I I wouldn't expect
0: a kid to know about... They called him a
1: tastemaker. Ooh. And so... I would... That's a great thing to be called. Would you consider him a tastemaker? No. (laughs) Not unless your taste is like super weird, dark, super asshole-like things.
0: I would say... uh, I don't know if he's a taste maker, but I mean he, like he writes uh, songs for a lot of the popular artists. Yeah. So in that way, he's a taste maker. I would say for me, he's a taste validator. That's true. Yeah, he's. Got, I think that like street cred. like people have said that uh, Bible webiso- webisodes has uh, like made them feel okay with with being who they are and everything like that. Father John Misty makes me <laughs> feel okay about who I am like that uh, is not good like, <laughs> that is not good a <laughs> weird guy with who certainly has a sense of humor you don't you can't exactly tell when he's is. being humorous right so uh, so that's why he's a taste validator for me because at least with me i would say that 60% of the time it's pretty clear when i'm joking yeah he's like and i think that that's a bad i think that it should that that kind of uh alienates uh people from me, he is like twenty percent of the time. You're sure,
1: so that makes me feel better that like at least there are people who are worse. So I would there. hate that. I would absolutely hate that because as long, like, Lang- well, if, if he could entered- be saying something really serious and I just like laugh uncomfortably, and he'd be like, "What's so funny?"
0: Oh man, have you seen his like infamous rant? No. Uh, his uh, he had that that an infamous rant years ago. He was playing a festival and he started to play a song and then stopped and then went on this like long rant and it was initially about how trump had just won the uh the republican nomination and uh he's saying all this stuff and like the reaction is a lot of like uneasy laughter because they can't tell if he's being serious or not and then he, he says something like He's like, so I'm not going to – he's like, I'm so I'm not going to play bored in the USA uh, today because, like, this is – because I, like, I helped create this stupid world that we live in where blah, blah, and it was this big rant against how people just need to be stimulated and entertained, and as long as they get that, anything can happen. Like, he's basically saying, like, Trump has risen just by throwing a bunch of stupid stuff out there and by holding our attention, and in the meantime, like, all this evil is rising – but it's pretty incoherent. If I were there, I absolutely would not. Like like uh, 2 years later when Pure Comedy came out and like I heard all the songs and all the lyrics a million times, I started to kind of understand what he was talking about. I still don't totally understand it. He probably doesn't totally understand it. But that whole rant is just a lot right. of uneasy laughter. At the beginning people are like, "Yeah, father, preach." And
1: by the end they're like, "I think he's going to kill us." <laughs> Yeah, it would be completely uncomfortable to hang out with him. I will say one of my other takeaways from that video uh, of him playing the Star is, song, Star is Born song is that like that I think that's the most I've ever heard him speak in like his speaking voice. Oh, yeah. And it makes me uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, he, uh, what did he, like halfway through, he was like personable that set. Uh, and halfway through after one of the songs, he was like, everyone's having a good time. And then, like before, he started to play the next song. He was like, "To clarify, that was not me asking if everyone <laughs> having a good time. That was just me I'm commenting on the fact that right now everyone's having a good time. Yeah. That's pretty cool that we're all that we're all enjoying this." <laughs> and then went on and played the next thing. He also referred to um, what did he call Jackson Maine? He said Bradley Cooper's character, uh, Darius Rucker. <laughs> Classic. That that guy, uh, he's, he's a real cut up. You know what can also cut you up is razors. Oh, no. And you don't want them. When you are holding your razor and there's blood everywhere because you're holding your razor the wrong way. And when you hold it really tight, your hand begins to bleed. Fellas, we've all been there. Ladies, we've all been there. So... Did you know that the average guy will spend 3,000 hours of his lifetime shaving? Not necessarily. What if he (laughs) dies young? Don't waste four months of your life over paying for poor performing razors. Get Harry's, a razor that's so sharp, you can shave less and will save you money. Just $2 per blade. Now I know what you're thinking. So sharp. That doesn't sound good if you're holding it the wrong way and it cuts open your hand. Wrong. With Harry's, you always hold it the right way. Here's what I love about Harry's. The closeness, the smooth glide, the low price, and that if you're not holding it the wrong way, you are getting out of your shave with clean hands. Completely safe. FDA approved. Join the 10 million people who have tried Harry's. Claim your special offer by going to harrys.com brunch. Harry's founders were two regular guys tired of getting ripped off and overpay and paying for overpriced gimmicks, Uh, like vibrating heads, flex balls, handles that look like a prop in a sci-fi movie. All of those
1: things sound super sexual.
0: Those are just some of the tactics that the leading brand has used to overcharge you for years. Harry's, on the other hand, makes quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just $2 per blade. To keep prices low, they cut out... That's Ooh, right, wow. the middleman. Pretty dark. Harry's <laughs> bought a world-class blade factory in Germany.
1: No bad things have ever
0: happened there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a factory that's been making some of the best razor blades in the world for 99 years. And now they provide great great quality at factory direct prices with a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know, and they'll give you a full refund. Get a trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. We're talking weighted ergonomic handle for an easy, clean grip, safe. Five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade for a close shave. Rich lathering shave gel that'll leave you smelling great, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy on the go. Listeners of Brunch can redeem their free trial set at harrys.com/brunch. Make sure you go to harrys.com/brunch to redeem your offer and let them know that we sent you to support the show. Pretty neat.
1: Good stuff, man. Pretty clean. You nailed it. Uh yeah. Uh you wanted to talk about summer looks.
0: Oh, yeah. Summer looks. What are you doing for summer looks?
1: Going back to blonde. That's for sure. Nice. It's coming.
0: I'm still not positive that you're not blonde.
1: That's what everybody says. And it's so annoying. My hair is clearly brunette right now. It's clearly brown. I don't know. Because my hair is brown. And it's a lot darker than yours. Yeah, but no, there's no such thing as black hair. All right. Well, you're, you've got dark brown hair. I've got light brown hair. Light brown is not the same as so. What would blonde. you so?
0: Light brown. Well, that 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 looks an awful lot like what?
1: <laughs> not blonde. Blonde to me is like straight up blonde.
0: Um. Yes, but I I I, I
1: supported your blonde look. Uh, well, you supported a second time.
0: Yes, I don't uh, really know what I'm doing. Summer look wise, I'll say that right now. My hair is probably, uh, I'm enjoying my hair the most I ever have. Like, I, uh, I rarely think that it looks terrible.
1: It's, uh, it's got a lot of character.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do about facial hair, though. Because right liked, now.
1: I liked the mustache, but I don't think that you can have the mustache and the hair. If, like, in a non-ironic way. Right.
0: In a non-pure-comedy Father John Misty yes. costume kind of way. Uh, I've thought about the mustache again, but I think that I need to take like a two-year break from a mustache. Ooh, that's I've, a long break because I always do mustaches for like periods of time, and I've, but I. But I'm afraid that if I that if I completely shave right now, I've just got like a bad beard going. If I completely shave, what if that makes the hair look bad?
1: Yeah, I I sort of like what you've got going on now. It, it's like it it they complement each other.
0: Hmm. I think uh, yeah, I think that I'm just gonna keep the beard, even though the be- even though like I I have a historically bad beard. It's and, not
1: really not that
0: bad. And the more it grows now, uh, the more I realize I have quite a few gray hairs in the
1: beard. Who cares?
0: Uh, it's a weird look when you like. I I would say that I have like 100 total beard hairs.
1: That's fair. Yeah, I, <laughs> and if
0: two of them are. One of my goals
1: in life is to go gray. Not necessarily like full gray, but I would love to be a salt and pepper guy. Salt and pepper is just a a terrific look. Speaking of which,
0: uh, they showed Harrison Ford at a thing. I was watching some extra thing or whatever. And I was going to remark, like, wow, Harrison Ford looks great as an old guy. But then I realized Harrison Ford has always been great. Always been an old guy. Yeah. Always 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 been an old guy, guy too. (laughs) A babe and an old guy. Yeah. Indiana Jones, that guy was 90.
1: I don't necess- I don't think that I would call him a babe anymore. He's no well, he's too old. Looks
0: so good. Oh really? Can you be too old to be a babe? I think that uh Sam Elliott still looks good.
1: Yeah, that's true. I I, I don't know. How old is Sam Elliott though? Like seventy?
0: 70? Seventies, I would say. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Harrison Ford, I, I think he... He definitely can still be considered a babe just because of, like, the aura that he carries around. Yeah. But, like, just looks-wise, he's not necessarily a babe. Has
0: Harrison Ford ever done anything wrong? Because I'm always cautious with Harrison Ford just because I feel like he and uh, Mel Gibson have kind of served (laughs) a lot of the same purpose over the years. (laughs) They've just hung around too close together. Yeah, even though, like, for all I know, they've never even met each other before. But right, like... Harrison Ford and Mel Gibson have done a lot of the same stuff.
2: I
1: guess.
0: Like, if you're casting a movie, you'd say, like, hey, I want a Harrison Ford or a Mel Gibson type.
1: Yeah, I, I think that, that at this point, Harrison Ford is, like, well above that. Really? Yeah. Well, it probably helps that Mel Gibson had his fall from grace. Like, Mel Gibson did Daddy's Home too. Well I would not think say every, that's
0: Mel Gibson's fall from Grace. I would say Mel Gibson's behavior is well, Mel Gibson's. That, fall. But
1: that's what I'm saying. Like Mel Gibson's fall oh. from Grace led him to having to take lesser projects like Daddy's Home 2. I forgot that he was in Daddy's Home 2. Yes. Do you think you could you ever imagine Harrison Ford wasting his time with Daddy's Home 2? No, what what bad stuff has Harrison
0: Ford done? I can only really think of Harrison Ford as like when I think of Harrison Ford, I think of the fugitive.
1: Yes. I was gonna say when I think of Harrison Ford, I think of like tnt movies on like that are yeah, just constantly replayed Air Force one
0: yeah but even then as i say these i'm like wait is this a, a harrison ford movie or a mel gibson movie Untouchables. let us know do you ever get harrison ford and mel gibson confused i think that that's uh that's me being a little problematic against white guys after i said uh it's true it's uh shallow to compare taylor swift to carly ray jepson
1: it's true it's problematic of you
0: also carly ray jepson canadian taylor swift
1: Pennsylvania, so m- m- both not from the U.S. My mommy,
0: Pennsylvania, my daddy, Pennsylvania, you take the pencil with the vania. I'm from Pennsylvania, my favorite meme ever. <laughs> what the, the fuck is that? <laughs> when she put out the still of like the look what you made me do video coming and it looked like she oh, was totally yes, trying to rip off yes, formation yes, yes, yeah, and it yes. said, my mommy, Pennsylvania, my daddy, Pennsylvania, you take the pencil with the vania, I'm from Pennsylvania.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Uh All right. Should we, talk, uh, should we talk some downsizing? Fine.
0: <laughs> you go ahead. Like, the floor is yours. I saw it, and I hated it so much that I'll – this conversation is going to end up being you filling me in on the rest because I didn't finish the movie. Okay. It was so bad. I just had to jump out. Yeah. All
1: right. Before we get to, uh, before we get to downsizing, which, by the way, is a Patreon review, so uh, yeah, you so... can't listen to it unless you're a Patreon subscriber. Mm. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. We've got some good stuff on there. The, uh, the music playlist, by the way, I've been building that out. Nice. I've just been adding random stuff. So uh, if you want to get access to that, subscribe to the Patreon, please. And if you also want to get Away, you could travel with Away, because they are a team of thinkers, seekers, and designers. Away suitcases are unbelievable. Uh, I own one. It's very, very awesome. It uh, is a luxurious piece of travel thing. Uh, <laughs> travel box it is a luxurious travel box so uh the away the away company uses high quality materials while offering a much lower price compared to other brands. They cut out the middlemen and sell directly to you sounds like uh there are a lot of these a lot of talk of cutting out the middlemen these days mm. uh you can choose from nine colors and sizes tough, ca- t- tough times for the middlemen yes <laughs> won't anybody think of the middlemen yeah. Uh, the, there are nine nine colors and four sizes they come on the, the carry-on, the bigger carry-on the medium or the large and uh, the key design features all suitcases are made with premium German poly- polycarbonate, German, man wow, what a, what a day for cutting out the middleman and uh, uh, finding stuff from Germany uh, they use premium German polycarbonate, unrivaled in strength and impact resistant and it's very lightweight, the interior features a patent pending Compression system, which is helpful for overpackers, and if you're not overpacking, you don't know what you're doing. Uh, four 360 degree spinning wheels guarantee a smooth ride. It's TSA approved with a combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. They also come with m- removable, washable laundry bags that keep cl- dirty clothes separate from the clean ones, which is big when you're traveling. Uh, both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else because they're or anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single uh, charge of the Away carry-on charger will be able to charge your iPhone five times. The Away luggage also comes with a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix it or replace it for you for life. You can go out and get a an 100-day trial. Live with it, vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it. If at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for for a full refund. No questions asked. Free shipping on any Away orders within the lower 48 states. Um, and all the carry-on sizes are compliant with U.S. major airlines while maximizing the amount you can pack. We have, uh, oh, I, I keep saying we. We do not have away suitcase. No, we don't. I have an away suitcase. We have away
0: suitcases like uh, we observed Taylor Swift's yes. rollout strategy.
1: Yes, uh, I have an away suitcase. I love it. I would highly recommend it. So it if you want to, nice. if you want to jump on board, hey, hey idiot! You don't even need to charge your phone five times. Just charge
0: it once. <laughs> then it's full.
1: Uh, you're just bitter that you are constantly. You have constantly tried to get an. Away How can suitcase. you tell? <laughs> yeah, right. uh dj has failed to get his away suitcase but you can go get yours by going to uh, awaytravel.com slash brunch and using the promo code brunch that gets you 20 dollars off a suitcase that's awaytravel.com slash brunch using promo code brunch to get your suitcase i have DJ, such a good you want, tagline you
0: want, for them that i'm not going to use because they're a sponsor
1: well that has never stopped you before
0: but no, I'll Please
1: don't do it because I like Away Travel and I cool. want them to stay, uh, stay uh, sponsoring the show. So again, I like DJ, them too. DJ, listen, they me back. DJ, listen up. If you want $20 off your Away suitcase, <laughs> go to awaytravel.com slash brunch using promo code brunch at checkout.
0: Uh, here's, before we get into downsizing, here's the thing that I want to bring up with uh, summer looks. I'd like some new uh, bathing suits. That's right. I'd like multiple new bathing suits. Same. Uh, here's what I want, though. I have like a very specific look in mind, and I can't really find it for under like $300, so if a way or somebody wants to start making them, that'd be great. I just want a bathing suit that uh, looks like shorts and has a button. I'd like some like zip-up button bathing suit. I think that'd, that'd be quite nice. What if we made them? Probably wouldn't come out great.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I, I wish that we could design clothes. That would be cool. Like, did you
0: watch How to Make It in America?
1: No. Uh they did that in
0: how to make it in Ameri- how to make it in America.
1: That was a great show. I would love to just be able to make my own clothes. It seems like the coolest thing in the world,
0: yeah, I'd be a seamstress
1: yeah and then our band would have a find seamstress
0: a, find a band that needs a help in hand yeah i want uh,
1: a. I want new new uh swim trunks as well. I like the idea of calling them swim trunks over there yeah. the, rather than bathing suits uh I want ones that just come well above the knee right some so you
0: you're probably looking at some uh seven inches that's what I want i yes. want like
1: Everybody wants a seven-inch chair. Yeah.
0: Uh, I want some... I don't know. They just don't exist, though. I've like, looked kind of a lot, and you can find them on some ridiculous websites that are like $225. dollars we bathing still talking about aren't... bathing suits? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bathing suits aren't supposed to be... Uh, the, the, the dick joke was just like a... It was a throwaway, but I had a, yeah. I had a nice
1: chance to, to make it another one, double down. What was it going to be? I just did. I said you're still talking about. Oh, okay. Talking about bathing suits. You're talking about. Uh, you've looked everywhere for a seven incher. You go on the on the internet and you can only buy one for two hundred twenty five dollars. <laughs> nice. Uh, there was something
0: on Amazon the other day that was very phallic. I forget what that was, but uh, yeah, that's a, another dick joke for you. Um, yeah. Why, why? Why? But why? Why haven't like swimsuits evolved to look sleek and modern and cool? Why do they always have to be? Baggy little like yeah, I feel they're like, like if, tutus. I if hate anything, ba-
1: bathing suits are going in the wrong direction. Why they have are they going in the wrong direction? Like they they're just getting longer. They get like fatter, more, more patterns, like a lot of pockets. Like my issue is just they, like keep it simple. I don't want them necessarily skin tight, but they just like
0: they're 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 poofy and they're wrinkly and they're they're stupid. And I'm not. I ain't swimming unless unless I'm looking good. Why won't they? <laughs> I ain't swimming unless
1: I'm styling.
0: Right, I ain't swimming Whoa. unless I'm styling. That's the that's the brunch promise of 2019. So if anybody wants to point me in the right direction, why aren't there cool looking swimsuits? I don't know. Like I I I don't know what kind of swimsuits they wore in Mad Men, but I'm thinking that if they were to shoot Mad Men right now, what kind of swimsuits would they wear? I would think they would be some like straight, thigh highs. not uh, yeah, not fat, not Poofy, just solid color with a zipper and a
1: button on top. That's what I'm trying to wear in a swimsuit. T- what's your favorite swimsuit right now that you own?
0: Uh, I have three. I have a uh, purple one that's okay. But the uh, the <laughs> the rope, the string, again, I don't want a string in a bathing suit uh it's got kind of sucked into itself you know what i'm talking about when yeah it gets it's lo- lost in the right. waistband. so i'm not gonna wear that ever again oh
1: man that's tough
0: that stinks and then i have a black one that's just like your normal stupid poofy one and then i've got an okay uh it's like a uh what it's like a like a peach colored uh it's like a peach and blue gingham one that's that's probably my only
1: cool one all right I, uh, my favorite, uh, my favorite swim trunks are, uh, they're like baby blue. They're yeah. like just above the, not just above the knee, but like a few inches above the knee. Great length. When you jump in the water, they like change color. They don't change color, but they reveal. They get uh, wet. Yeah. They reveal. Yes. They get wet and they reveal, uh, anchors. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's a very, very cool thing. And it's, uh, it's uh, fun to play with because, like, once the bathing suit dries, it goes back to solid baby blue. And then if you take, like, a handful of water, you just throw it on your uh, your swim trunks, and you'll have some some anchors.
0: Uh, Anton Hidobin had a goalie mask like that, and he was very excited to that's show right. us it. He said, hey, so you guys want to see something cool? We were like, "It's better be cool. And he took his new mask, poured some water on it. And it did, it, it revealed anchors or whatever it was on. Well, like, what's the
1: purpose of that? You don't like, you don't play goalie while submerged in water. Uh, they spray the water bottle on you there. But spray,
0: you spray wa- the water bottle all over your mask and your face.
1: It just seems like a pointless feature.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you're a backup goalie. <laughs> That's to, true. Just trying to have some fun. All right. right. Uh, yeah, on downsizing, that was legitimately... <clears throat> that movie was so bad that I wasn't even interested to see how it finished. All the characters stunk. Somebody said when I said, uh, hey, this movie's the worst, someone said, oh, well, so-and-so is in it, and she's great. Well, not in this movie she wasn't, because nobody was good in that
1: movie. No, definitely not. And uh, Christoph Waltz, who I normally (laughs) like. The biggest waste of Christoph Waltz. It's insane. Uh, I have strong, strong thoughts on downsizing. I had gone into it, uh, I saw it uh, like about a month ago, I'll say that. I went into it knowing that it was pretty heavily criticized and that it kind of flopped, and um, it had a pretty promo- pretty big promotional rollout campaign. Like it was somewhat hyped, and it came out, if I remember correctly, it came out at like a in movie season. Oh, really? Late in the year, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> it was expecting stuff?
1: Yeah, and so I was like, "I'll give it a shot." Maybe people had set, had been like too critical of it. I watched it. I strongly believe that that movie pound for pound is the biggest piece of shit that's ever been made
0: yeah it's i think it's like, worse than the snowman like because the, the, the snowman and bohemian rhapsody and like really bad movies we've seen there are things you can point to you can say oh well, like the snowman there, there was apparently a money problem and uh you know they never
1: finished making the movie uh, and at least during the snowman while you're watching it you're like ah, oh, man this is pretty bad But like right. I, I i hope that they kind of like bring it together and right. it just never goes anywhere and you're like oh man that sucked watching downsizing i was actively being like what the fuck is happening And it just keeps
0: taking on new directions yes They
1: they make it worse and worse and
0: worse the only thing that i was even remotely interested in halfway was uh a potential love story between uh matt damon and uh a girl that he helps with physical therapy and that was it i was like do they end up kissing or something and then they kissed and i was like all right cool well
1: I don't care if they have sex,
0: so whatever.
1: Uh, Yeah, and it's just like... Another thing that makes me really, really fucking mad about this movie is that it is completely not the movie that it was advertised to be. What was it supposed to be? It was supposed to be about about downsizing and just like you would you would imagine that like it's about Matt Damon's life after downsizing and just like so down he, by downsizing he means he gets made into a miniature person right and like he lives in a miniature community and i i figured that it would about be about life in that miniature community and some of like the 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 troubles that come with yeah. transitioning and just adapting and and maybe the 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 relationship between actual fucking real life big people and the downsized people and how they coexist together in, in this like, new, new world, they completely fucking abandon like, the, even the premise of downsizing halfway through the movie.:
0: Oh yeah, at first, uh, when they're about to downsize, a guy raises the point. he's like, "Hey, uh, do you think that you should that once you're small, that you should ha- be able to vote as much as normal-sized people? Uh, you are not helping the economy?" Uh, you're not particip- participating in a lot of the things that the country kind of needs. Downsizing is basically a means for these people to uh, it just everything becomes way, 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 way cheaper. Because instead of living in a house that costs hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, you're living in like a dollhouse, which probably costs like $200 or something right. like that. So everything is way cheaper. Uh, food is way cheaper because you're barely putting any food in your body so it's just a means of like hey this is a way of living much cheaper but there are some obstacles that can be presented again like the relationship with uh normal sized humans and they just you're right they just get rid of that completely uh he's gonna down he's gonna become small is what they call it with his wife kristen wig kristen wig decides to not do it he ends up uh, going through with it, and she, not knowing that she bails, and so, so then he's just kind of by himself.
1: I knew that that was part of it. I knew that he goes through with it, and she didn't. I knew that uh, heading into the movie, but I didn't expect them to handle it as poorly as they did. So again, once you get halfway through the movie, she decides not to do it. And no, that's
0: like twenty-five minutes into the movie. It's I think it's probably like a little so bit. So much, no, like pretty much, and I maybe not twenty-five minutes, but I would say. At most, it wasn't 40 halfway. Minutes. So, yeah,
1: it wasn't halfway. But and the movie's two hours and 20 minutes. Way too fucking long. Yeah. Um, so I knew that that she was not going to downsize. I did not know that she would just be completely taken out of the movie. Right. Which, are you fucking kidding me? And and again, it was advertised it's as a, and
0: a switch. They tell you Damon and
1: Chris uh, and Wig and, Instead, and Jason get, Sudeikis. Right. And then and, you get
0: Damon and Waltz. And
1: it's built up as like this this comedy and like some like the trials and tribulations of downsizing, and yeah, it could have been like they get rid of Quist Wig, who is like one of the biggest comedy uh, like draws in that movie, and yeah. Jason Sudeikis, who's the second biggest comedy draw in that movie, and they both just like dispatch them less than an hour into the movie. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, the the comedic draw, I think the movie feels it has is
0: that uh, there is a Vietnamese woman who tries to escape something and she's uh she's living in that community and she sneaks in through a tv box and all the people that she tries to uh defect with die and she ends up having her leg amputated and it's this big thing and she lives in this horrible community and she doesn't really speak english and they're really trying to play up the comedy of like ah this woman doesn't speak english she's an immigrant
1: yeah kind of feels are we supposed to be laughing
0: at this so that's really confusing. And then that, that ends up kind of being like the whole movie that right. he or at least from what I saw, because I ended up quitting with like half hour left, 40 minutes left.
1: All right. And let me read you the, uh, the synopsis here for downsizing, which, by the way, a 5.7 on IMDb, a, 48, so a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, still way too high, and a 63% on Metacritic.
2: That's insanely
1: high. high. Yeah. There is no way that this movie should be above a 15%. Like what's peppermint? Because peppermint was better than this movie. I think peppermint's
0: super low. I think the peppermint's like 12
1: peppermint, a 6.5 on IMDb, a 13 on Rotten Tomatoes and a 29 on Metacritic. Okay. Peppermint's better than this movie. Yes. Uh, So downsizing. Here's a synopsis. When scientists discover how to shrink humans to five inches tall as a solution to overpopulation, Paul and his wife, Audrey, decide to abandon their stressed lives in order to get small and move to a new, downsized community, a choice that triggers life-changing adventures. Again, adventures. the two characters mentioned in that synopsis are Paul, who's played by Matt Damon, and Audrey, his wife, played by Kristen Wig. Nowhere in that mention is Christoph Waltz right. or any other character that comprises the entire second half of the movie. Who
0: would you say is the second lead of that movie?
1: Uh, the The Vietnamese the woman. woman, yes, yeah. right, and not even n- built. I
0: didn't hear anything. Nope. about that.
1: And fuck it's it's fucking infuriating. It's because and I, and one of the most infuriating parts is that I felt like the movie had promise in the first half, or not the first half, again, like the first twenty to thirty forty minutes. Yeah, because it was what it was billed as. Yeah and i was interested in the, that for first 40 minutes it was like an, an interesting premise and i thought they were going to go somewhere with it they completely did not it, after that point it becomes almost like a full movie about uh about like climate change oh really yes it becomes about climate change and and like i i know that that's part of it because it's like the the big motivational factor for downsizing mm-hmm. was the elimination of of like human waste yeah and so sure that can be part of it but god damn, they completely build it as something other than a climate change movie. So
0: what, what happens in the last like 40 minutes? What's the at? last
1: thing that you saw?
0: Uh, I don't know, because I probably wasn't listening anymore for watching. I, I, was, I probably had it on and wasn't looking for the last like 20 minutes I watched.
1: So they find out that... He goes uh, to
0: uh, the original small community.
1: Yes. And they find out there at the original small community that the world is going to end. Um, Like fairly soon. And so what they find out is that that original small community built another community basically underground. um, And what they're going to do is like that tethered. Yes. Yes. That uh, that community will be safe from the apocalypse. But they have to go live in that like underground community and separate themselves from the world for like the next 50 years or a hundred years or however long they have to like establish a community underground and live there. Um, so they basically have to further remove the down, the, uh, the small people have to basically further remove themselves from society and from the world in this other community. And Matt Damon, uh, says that he's going to do it because he feels like that's his purpose on the earth is that like he was going to to help create the next wave of like humans real sad sack this character by yeah the way. yeah a complete fucking totally loser a purpose. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh and he ultimately makes a decision to go underground and then changes his mind at the last second runs back out to christoph waltz and the vietnamese woman uh and then they live happily ever after the movie ends Fucking so, it's so stupid. So he doesn't go no. do the the good thing for the doesn't world. Doesn't serve his purpose. No, man, it's a complete waste of fucking time. It's insane.
0: It's really bad. Like there were there were there. It's not funny. It's not. You think like oh, what's it rated R for? There's a scene where when they're about to uh, shrink the people, they walk through and a bunch of guys are lying down on gurneys and uh, they're they're naked. So, like, there's, like, they gloss over uh, a few penises, and that's why the movie's rated R. Yep. Unless something happens in those last... over, no. Like, no. they're not swearing. It's, they. There is... That movie, man. Talk about... So, between... It's billed as a comedy, so not a comedy. Right. It's rated R, and you're like, oh, well, at least maybe there will be some, like, challenging scenes. Like, nope, they
1: just show a penis once or something. <laughs> uh, that movie brutal and there's I mean, you mentioned the fact that it's two hours and 20 minutes there is so much wasted time in that movie oh of God. just things that have no no relevance to what's going on he, he spends about 20 to 20 minutes hitting the dating scene with this woman who is brutally boring
0: oh yeah the woman from uh what's it called um she's uh, in a lot of stuff but she's in uh love
1: Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she brings nothing to the table. Yep. And their relationship makes no sense. They have basically have nothing in it's common. It's just
0: such a forced like middle aged people. Yeah. We both happen to be single. Dating. And they
1: break up when she says like, "I don't want you to meet my kid." Yeah. And that's the rela- that's the end of that relationship. Then there's like a twenty minute party scene with Christoph Waltz's character. It doesn't really serve much of a purpose. It's just. There is no real direction of this movie. It continuously changes, and it is... Again, I think that it's the biggest piece of shit that's ever been made, all things considered, with like the budget, with the, with the cast, with the promotional campaign, with uh, just like the promise that, that everything that this movie had and just yeah. completely abandoned.
0: Nothing could save this movie. Uh, there was a scene in it where... So before they shrink you down... Uh, they shave all of the hair off your body. And 66% of men actually start to lose their hair by age 35. Once you've noticed that thinning hair, Matt Damon, it can be too late. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots yet? Best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have time. It's time to get a handle on those precious locks. I ask you, you want a bald spot to pop up on your hairline? You want your hairline to start receding? Or you want to do something about it first. Why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? The solution is 4hims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skincare, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. HIMS is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. I'm not talking snake oil pills. I'm not talking gas station counter supplements. I'm talking prescription solutions. Backed by science, Hims was created by a guy who knows uh, some men's health conversations are easier online than in person. Not if it gets on the dark web, but we'll get to that later. No more awkward in-persons doctors visit or visits or long pharmacy lines. Forums connects you to real doctors online, which could save you hours. It's completely confidential and discreet. You just answer a few questions, and a doctor will review. And if they determine it's right for you, they can prescribe you medication to treat hair loss that is shipped directly to your door. Get the hair loss treatment everyone's talking about. It's featured in GQ, Men's Health, Esquire, Brunch, Playboy, just to name a few. Order now. Brunch listeners uh, can get started with the Hymns Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today right now while supplies last. See website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to 4 slash brunch. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash brunch. dot slash brunch.
1: Damn. Uh, so I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for downsizing. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and I'm finding out some, se- some several things. Uh, Reese Witherspoon was originally attached to the project with Paul Giamatti and Sasha Baron Cohen. Who? Sasha Baron Cohen would Had have been Chris be Christoph Waltz. Waltz yeah. yeah. Uh, Paul Giamatti must have been uh, Matt Damon's character. Um, Paul and, Giamatti's the lead, <laughs> right? Uh, which would have been unless uh, unless what uh, Reese Witherspoon is uh, Matt Damon. That that could be true as well. Uh, I cannot imagine more Paul realistic. Paul Giamatti yeah. uh, Giamatti getting over Reese Witherspoon. I could do
0: like one eighth of a movie. Of uh, Paul Giamatti, if he's playing Kristen Wiig. Right. I could do that.
1: Uh, it was later announced that Alec Baldwin, Neil Patrick Harris, and Jason Sudeikis had joined the cast. Though Baldwin later dropped out. I forgot that Neil Patrick Harris was Neil actually... Neil Patrick
0: Harris uh, was good in it in, in such a sloppy way that I couldn't tell. Like, Did they just make this movie poorly, or is his part supposed to be sloppy? I think it was supposed to be yeah. sloppy. Uh, I watched that a couple times. Also year.
1: mentioned is uh, Margot Martindale. which I've, that? I feel like I've heard that name so many times recently. And people are just talking about uh, Margot Martindale all the time now. It's everywhere. It's the real buzz about Margot Mart. I have no, I've never heard that name Really? Uh, Yeah. Now that that I've never heard it like before about a month ago, and I feel like I've heard it every single week Mm. since then. And I think that she's just somebody who pops up in a lot of things Uh. uh, because it says, among the smaller roles and cameos are Margot Martindale as a miniaturized woman on a shuttle bus that's just like a line in the the wikipedia thing so i think that she's probably just like a bit actress who uh who is in a ton of shit
0: very good move on uh going back and seeing who
1: was once attached to the project that's always fun to do it is when you see a movie especially uh especially when you get to point at those people and say hey good fucking job you avoided a disaster
0: right right um speaking of you mentioned the like forced relationship of uh matt damon and the woman from love Saw a great tweet today about relationships. Uh, And it's serious. Yeah, sex is great, but have you ever experienced the pure joy that comes with finally getting over someone you had feelings for and the realization that you don't care what they have to say anymore? First of all, that sounds like whoever wrote it has has not gotten gotten over (laughs) the person they had feelings for. And it reads like, man if I can just get over this person, it will be so great, maybe even better than sex
1: right? <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean if if you are thinking about the person you're you're not over them like, oh totally the the, the the entirety of getting over somebody is not thinking about them yeah
0: the the only times that I've been like, "Wow, I'm completely over this person is like when they come up or something, and it's always so far removed like uh, uh getting some like getting over somebody. at at least for my crazy ass is a lot like getting off a medication (laughs) where like yeah you can stop taking it but it's still in your system for uh say like 60 days something like that but you extrapolate that to mean whatever it would mean in in terms of getting over a person so like even when you're like okay i've moved on and stuff in your body you're still not totally over them. Right. Like if you ran into them, you'd still probably be thrown for a loop or something like that. But uh, yeah, this stuff always makes me laugh. Like the a just the idea that this tweet uh, I quote tweeted with like, uh, hell yeah, I'm here for uh, indifference is better than sex takes, which is basically what the person <laughs> is saying. Like hey, sex is great, but you know what's better? Not like, caring like, about things. Not
1: feeling something. Like, okay. like what kind of sex are you having? Right. Uh, it's basically but, that's basically my my take to all of these. Like, hey, sex is great. Sex but, is great, but, but let me like, tell what? you how little sex means to me. Right? Are you are you having it? Because no,
0: we should start putting those out there. We should be like, uh, yeah, sex is great, but. Uh, have you ever actually someone sent me one it was very funny like one one time i was having like a really rough time like i i needed water more than anything in the world and someone sent me something that said like yeah sex is great but have you ever had a glass of water (laughs) and i thought that was hilarious just saying like the lamest or like the the most like basic thing in the world is better than, than sex uh i don't have like any good funny examples but we should for sure be like yeah sex is great but you ever put like a really thin slice of tomato on a sandwich (laughs) just <laughs> makes it a little better. It's
1: pretty it's pretty good feeling though. A uh, really thin tomato.
0: Yeah. Uh or I no, actually I don't know what to mock more. The Yassex yeah, is great culture, or uh the this is this one's for people who finally have gotten over X. Uh both those are really dumb. You know what the dumbest is though? It's really becoming huge now. The, uh, someone put out a story, uh, Richard Deitch, Deitch, whatever. Deitch, yeah. He was like, I asked 10 people for their best stories about a time they were doubted. This is becoming a huge thing where people are coming forth and saying that one time they were doubted and now they've proven that person wrong. You're, we're all
1: supposed to be doubted. We've all been alive for like at least 20 years.
0: Someone is supposed to doubt you and also at a lot of times in your life, you're supposed to be doubted, like right. if someone says, "Like, hey, you're not that great at this yet." There's a good possibility you're that not. you're not that great at it right. yet. Bomani Jones had a thing a while ago, like once this was starting to really blow up, uh, saying like a lot of people doubted me when I wasn't good enough yet, and I'm glad they did. They're not bad people for doubting me, but this whole thing, man, it's it's all part of this like every person other than you is a bad person culture we've existed. We've, uh, we've created that. Like if if somebody doubts you, if a teacher says like, you're not doing uh, well enough or you're not trying or like, Unless they're saying, unless it's like the Jalen Brown thing where a person, a, a, one of his teachers said, like, I bet you end up in jail. Yeah. Where it's like... There's a,
1: there's a huge gap between doubt and being like a fucking asshole and like... Right. Just uh, rejecting somebody.
0: Yeah. Uh, if, if you are doubted, I hope that it feels bad and that it hurts and that it motivates you and that you... I don't know. Like, what, what are we
1: supposed to feel? That we're all like the best and that we've... I mean it's the uh, it's the participation trophy argument where it's just like sometimes you have to lose. Yeah.
0: Uh did you jump on Burt Beer by the way? I everybody uh, did.
1: I jumped on him and I said uh I said the trophy clearly says champions. Cause he it was, did say champions. Yeah, right? yeah. I was like uh, that's all I wrote and then afterwards uh somebody had pointed out to me that like there's glue in the picture so he's yeah. clearly trying to put it back together um and so like expert job of trolling by Burt Breer so c- congratulations to him the internet uh, is
0: so mean to Burt Breer it the inter- is the internet is convinced like the internet is hellbent on turning Burt Breer into like Donald Trump <laughs> which is so funny because Burt Breer is a he's like the, the nicest sweetest guy in the world um he did a lot of like Honest reporting on the Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick situation, so I think that like he kind of brought forward a lot of things that uh, that didn't serve people's arguments best. So I think that people decided that he was kind of an asshole, uh, but he's so not an asshole. And this whole participation trophy thing was so funny because a as as you said, like if you cared enough to really look into it, you could see that uh, it was a broken trophy that he that uh, his wife actually was was gluing back together because his. He ended up telling the story on the Rich Eisen show or something, but one of his sons uh, broke the other one's trophy. So as they're gluing it back together, he posted it with like dad, like father of the year. Uh, I forget
1: what else he said. It was uh, hashtag play like a champion, hashtag hashtag father of the year.
0: Yeah, but even so, like, even if a person had broken their, what was it, four year old child's uh, participation trophy. That doesn't make them a bad dad or, like, a bad person. It's a, it's a stupid whatever move. But the, the whole participation trophy thing and that anybody cares about it either way is so so stupid to me
1: i mean i i I sort of disagree there like if you're breaking your fucking kids uh trophy your four-year-old's trophy but
0: like say he did that as a just say he was like this will be a funny tweet like this kid is like doesn't even like he's not retaining any of this he doesn't care this will be a funny joke but who's to say that the kid is not
1: retaining any of that like because he's
0: too young to retain it
1: yeah but he's he's old enough and like he's he's there enough to be upset by it If, if it if it uh if 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 it actually does negatively affect him for like uh like n- not like traumatically but like if he's bothered by it yeah, then that it's he a mean does to have, do, it's... he does have a chance to retain it cuz you do remember like childhood traumas like that uh so like there, if you're if you're being an asshole to your kid, your your own four year old kid, for like the sake of internet points, for so the internet can be like a f- section of the internet can be like, oh what a hero. Yeah, but
0: you know you're not getting internet points there. You're doing that to you're not you're, getting the internet only points people who care about certain. The people. only people
1: who care about the participation
0: trophy argument are the people who get mad when people complain
1: about participation trophies. Not necessarily. I do think there is like a a section a segment of the internet and people who are like, yeah, fuck participation trophies. Well, th-
0: th- those people are idiots anyway because participation trophies have
1: always existed. Basically, yeah. Like, people, like youth sports are founded on participation. At the trophies. end of every year, there's either a banquet or
0: there's a something right. and they give you depending on uh how much your town's dues cost right. uh you're either getting one of those ribbons the red white and blue ribbon with the right. like very fake gold thing right. on it and then it's yeah. a picture of whatever sport it is or you get or they have a banquet and you get a trophy
1: right it's, not, it's yeah right it's not always been a trophy but there's always been like participation rewards or awards
0: yes yeah totally it's basically again like you have to pay or your parents have to pay dues for you to pay play whatever sport that's like the little uh thing you get back. It's like the uh it's like the bottle return. Yes, thing. You yeah. You got like 5 cents back after paying uh a dollar for it. But yeah, the people that were lining up to tell Burt like what a bad guy he was I was like, "Oh man, this is just
1: peak Twitter." And I'm not necessarily like against like the hey, particip- participation trophies suck argument, but like you got to draw a line somewhere. I'm like I'm so you, indifferent. You you can't like punk your 4-year-old. And, uh, like, make your four-year-old cry just to, like, prove a stupid fucking point that won't even be received until he's older anyway. Like, yeah. wait until the kid's seven, eight, nine years old before t- giving him the lesson, like, hey, sometimes you gotta fucking lose.
0: It's just so funny that there's, like, th- th- that was never even a, th- this, these are things that didn't exist before Twitter. Like, it was never even a thought. When I would get my participation trophies as a kid, and I'm an old man, I'm thirty one years old. Like I, I'm like supposed to be in the range of people who were saying, Oh, in my day there weren't participation trophies. But there were. People just decided that they didn't exist. But I promise, at the end of everything you played, they gave you something, whether it was ice cream, whether it was a you got something just for showing up and being there, but it was never a thought. And like I'm sure that that in the 90s when I grew up, there were parents and uh, there, there were parents of kids that I played with who had like very uh, hard ideals and values that right now, if they were raised, if, if Twitter existed back then and there were this uh, section of people who didn't like participation trophies, they'd say, oh, yeah, I'm going to break this. But they never even thought to. They never even thought to because Twitter didn't exist and stupid, every little stupid thought we had didn't have some sort of microphone.
1: Right. Hey, how's this? Uh, Yeah, sex is great, but have you ever broken your (laughs) four-year-old participation (laughs)
0: trophy? Oh, that's terrific. Away. Maybe we'll even give you stuff.